Current situations in the world are making it difficult to come together. The Bible already foretells this and gives us instruction with dealing with it. Stay with us as we talk about new ways to gather on Cell Life Church Live. Welcome to Cell Life Church Live. Thank you for joining us as we share an inspirational message that is relevant to life today. Hello, and thank you for joining us today. We have a couple of things to share with you, and then we will get right into today's encouraging message. We continue to hear from pastors and missionaries Mm -hmm. around the world who need financial help during this historic time. There are people in the world having financial need because of Mm COVID-19. If you would like to help verified people in need, you can donate securely on our website. All the funds donated are issued through Cell Life Church Ministers to those who have verified actual need. Mm -hmm. You can donate securely on our website at www.celllifechurch.org. Yes. Our Beginning the Journey online discipleship class is in review. We're very excited (laughs) about this. This is a curriculum that Brian and I years ago put together, and Mm -hmm. now we're getting it online to you. And we will be releasing this course very soon, and And it'll be entirely free. So be watching for announcements on Facebook and Twitter. Better yet, you can subscribe to our email, and then you'll receive an email when it becomes available. Yes, yes. Really excited about that. So I am mostly an extroverted type of person. And anyone who knows me, that's no surprise. (laughs) I enjoy time gathering with people. When I gather with other Christians, I'm encouraged and I feel loved. And it helps me be a better man, husband, father, friend, and Christian. What do we do when we're forced to isolate, though? Now, we often touch on Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 through 25 in our messages. I was looking the other day, and it's amazing how often we refer to this passage. It truly is a central part of Cell Life Church, and it should be a central part of the church in general. It applies in so many situations. Let's read it and start breaking it down. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. The writer is encouraging the Hebrew believers, and he's been giving all sorts of instruction and correction for issues that he's been made aware of in the groups formed amongst the Hebrews. The bit of the instruction he is giving here goes to the core of Christianity. Mm -hmm. Verse 24 says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Mm -hmm. See, he's instructing the believers to think about this. Do some brainstorming, you might say, on how we can spur one another on. You know, consider here means to observe, to contemplate, or to have intelligent insight. The word spur makes me think of an almost violent prodding. You know, when you spur a horse, you're poking a horse with a metal spur on your boot (laughs) to get it to get moving quickly. And it works. Um, It is a jolting act, kind of like a shove. Mm -hmm. There is no mistaking it. There is no misunderstanding the action. 
you're telling the horse to get going. Mm -hmm. And in this verse, we are being instructed to think about ways to spur one another on. That sounds violent almost. Now, some translations, instead of spur, say to stir up mm -hmm. in one another, yeah. loving good deeds. Right. In either case, the Greek word being translated to English here is paroxysm, which means a convulsion. Mm -hmm. It speaks of a forceful action. Now, I think this word is chosen carefully because we must be direct and clear in our intentions. Mm -hmm. It also implies what we are doing is urgent and is not subtle. Again, much like spurring a horse to get it going quickly, we spur one another on out of urgency and need. But what are we spurring one another on to? We are to spur one another on to love and good need, good deeds. This love is an agape love, mm -hmm. a love of affection and charity. Yeah. Jesus describes this love to us in John 13, verses 34 through 35. A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. Mm -hmm. This is the love we are to spur one another on to. We are also to stir up good deeds. James 1.27 tells us this. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this. To look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Mm, amen. We are to be thinking about ways to encourage each other to take care of widows and orphans and other things just like that. Mm -hmm. We need to contemplate on ways to love one another, to serve each other and our communities together in Christian love. Yeah. But we cannot do it if we cannot come together. That's right. You know, the third thing we're to think about is ways to encourage other believers to not give up coming together. And this is the real <laughs> you know, juxt of this message because that's difficult right now. Yeah. As we said in the beginning, I'm an extrovert. I enjoy being with people. This COVID, this current COVID-19 pandemic and the restrictions that most of us are enduring, they're very difficult for me. I crave human interaction with other brothers and sisters in the Lord. Now, many Christians gather in church buildings each Sunday or in small groups, in living rooms, in other places. But we have been prevented from doing that for a month now. How do we continue to spur one another on? How do we continue to love one another and encourage one another? How do we do that, Kel? Well, <laughs> the writer of Hebrews mentions others who have given up gathering. We don't know who these others are specifically, mm -hmm. except that they are brothers and sisters in the Christian faith, and we're no longer meeting together. Yeah. Maybe they stopped coming to worship services at the local gathering place because of fear of persecution. Mm -hmm. Maybe there were laws put in place to prevent their gathering. There are several possibilities, but the writer is clear. We must think of ways to come together so we can love and encourage one another more and more as we near the return of Jesus. Yeah. 
Many of us around the world are being prevented from meeting in person because of social distancing orders or guidelines from our governments. In some places, complete shelter-in-place at home orders have been issued. That cannot stop us from encouraging one another or loving each other. We must consider ways to still encourage and love one another and stay in compliance with the rules that are keeping us safe. Right, exactly. And and we can do that because we can do things uh, that the schools are doing. We can use technology like Skype or Zoom or Google Hangouts to hold small group meetings. We can telephone each other and pray for one another. We can listen to one another's needs and try to figure out ways to help one another. Mm -hmm. We can read scripture together on the telephone. We can use social media like Facebook to stay in contact and to share videos like this and then discuss them together afterward. We can go to the market for brothers and sisters or our neighbors who are more vulnerable to the virus. We can leave the items at their door so they can get them instead of jeopardizing their health going out themselves. COVID-19 is not the only thing causing people to no longer join a group of believers for regular fellowship and prayer and worship. Some simply have lost their way. Some have been neglected by the church and therefore they blame God and have walked away. Mm -hmm. Some have been treated poorly by brothers or sisters in the faith or local church leadership. Yeah, yeah, it's sad, but whatever the reason, it is imperative for us to reach out to them Mm -hmm. and we must love them. We must consider ways to draw them back into the fold. And one of the best ways is to start a new group in your own living room. Devote this group to reading the scripture, praying together, and doing good deeds like taking care of widows and orphans in your own community Mm -hmm. or in a community in need somewhere else in the world. And we can help you do that. Uh, Some may have given up meeting together because it is illegal where they are. The church in these places meets secretly and it takes a long time for new believers to be trusted and invited into a secret home church. But this is happening every day in places like China and Iran. Pray for these brothers and sisters as they risk their very lives every day just speaking to one another. Remember, as we spur one another on, it is not time to be subtle. We must think of ways to stir each other up to love and good deeds, encouraging one another to come together often in some way and be the hands and feet of Jesus in this lost and dying world. Yeah. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. Remember, if you are able to donate to COVID-19 Relief Fund, there are brothers and sisters around the world that do need your help. Yes, they do. If you have comments or questions about this or any of our other teachings, Mm -hmm. feel free to contact us. All the ways to do that are in the closing of the video in just a moment. Until next time, be encouraged in Jesus' name. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining Cell Life Church Live. We hope you've been encouraged. If this message touched you in some special way and you would like to contact us, you may do so on our Facebook page, website, this YouTube channel, or email. We enjoy hearing how these messages impact your life. Would you consider supporting Cell Life Church financially? Contributions can be made online and are tax-deductible in the United States. Details for giving can be found on our website at www.celllifechurch.tv. 